0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Win Today podcast, where it is our mission to inspire people to win today by connecting with amazing leaders and sharing amazing stories. My name is Ryan Cass, and I am your host, and it is my passion to serve others and equip you with tools to win today, tomorrow, and in the future. We are committed to bringing you dedicated, talented, and passionate experts that will inspire you, educate you, and push you to reach your goals and secure a prosperous future in life for yourself, your family, your community, and those around you. We love inspiring people to win today, push forward, overcome obstacles, and live their greatest life. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please help us grow and continue to serve as many people as possible on our mission by sharing the podcast, subscribing, and if you feel led, hitting one of those buttons that has five stars on it. Now, thank you so much for tuning in and let's connect with our guest. What's up, everyone? This is Ryan. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're on episode number 31 of season two. Cannot believe that we are in the fourth quarter of 2022. There are approximately 89 days left in 2022. So capitalize on them. If there are things that have been lingering, goals that you haven't spent attention on yet, this is the fourth quarter in every sense. It is literally the fourth quarter in the fiscal year. But if you're a sports fan like myself, then this is... The fourth quarter of the game. It is time to shine and make or break. What we're going to talk about today are three mindset hacks to create power in your life. And these are three of my favorite mindset hacks that I've been utilizing for years now and refining for years. One thing that I've now added To that mix is the concept of power. So, I attended a course in Southern California last month called the Create Powerful Course. And it had such a profound impact on me personally and professionally. It talked all about how to create power in your life from a personal standpoint, professional standpoint, in your relationships and I was completely a sponge while there. And now everything, the majority of what I think about and how I act and how I'm being and how I'm presenting myself in every setting, I'm thinking about how can I create power in this moment? How can I create power in the environment that, that I'm in? How can I create power... Even in a scenario that one may look at negatively, how can you create power when things may be going wrong? We're going to go through three of my favorite mindset hacks to create power in your life. Another reason why I find this to be very important is because I often study the 1%, the best of the best, and people that I truly admire that have done amazing things in this life, people that I aspire to to become. And I noticed that it's not this one groundbreaking technology that they have or magic formula, but rather it is the ability to do small things, extremely well and extremely consistently and i've just i'm fascinated that anybody can do the things that i'm about to share and it's often what you'll hear the best of the best attributing to their success to is the little things so i've been listening a lot to tom bill and the brandon burchard's of the world people that when you look at the personal development space These are two of the biggest names you'll see. And a lot of what they talk about and what they attribute their success to isn't to anything earth-shattering. They're just really good at simple things, and they do it a lot. Do they have negative moments? Absolutely. But does their consistency waver? Absolutely not. All right, so my first mindset hack is utilizing the word good to create power. Yes, utilizing the word good and creating an instinct to find the good in anything that happens to you, especially the not desirable things. Finding good, seeking good in anything that occurs, especially things that don't go your way, what that's going to do is promote a solution-oriented mindset versus focusing on the fact that you may have a problem. And one of my favorite examples of this, and I'm going to share this clip from Jocko Willink. Jocko is a former United States Navy SEAL. Many may know him from his book, Extreme Ownership, which is phenomenal, highly recommend it, but I learned this hack from Jocko Willink, and in this clip, you're going to hear him talk about good and how he uses it, and I've applied this in in my life. Anything negative that comes up or doesn't go my way, the first thing I'm
1: thinking is good. Check this out. One of my direct subordinates, one of my guys that worked for me, he would would call me up or me aside with some major problem, some issue that was going on and he'd say, boss, we got this and that and the other thing. And I'd look at him and I'd say, good. And finally one day he was telling me about some issue that he was having, some problem and he said, I already know what you're going to say. And I said, well, what am I going to say? He said, you're going to say good. He said, that's what you always say. When something is wrong and going bad, you always just look at me and say good. And I said, well, yeah. When things are going bad, there's gonna be some good that's gonna come from it. Didn't get the new high-speed gear we wanted? Good. Didn't get promoted? Good. More time to get better. Oh, mission got canceled? Good, we can focus on the other one. Didn't get funded? Didn't get the job you wanted? Got injured? Sprained my ankle? Got tapped out? Good. Got beat? Good. Learned. Unexpected problems? Good. We have the opportunity to figure out a solution. That's it. When things are going bad, don't get all bummed out, don't get startled, don't get frustrated. If you can say the word good guess what it means you're still alive it means you're still breathing and if you're still breathing well now you still got some fight left in you so get up dust off reload recalibrate re-engage and go out on the attack So,
0: Jocko's a little intense, but the message itself is golden. Anything that happens, there is good from that. You didn't get that job, good. Someone broke up with you or wasn't honest with you, good. And when you do that, you start thinking about how is this growing me? How is this making me better? What can I gain from this? versus holding your head down. I've shared a lot of things that have happened to me on this podcast and what it's done to grow me and how it influences me and how I am today. And one that I love, some of you know that qualifying for the Boston Marathon has been on my goals board for five years now. It's been a five-year journey. And there's been setbacks every year, 2017, 18, injured, 2019, got hit by a car on a training run, 2020, COVID canceled the majority of the races, 2021 Wilmington Marathon, that was my year. That was absolutely the time that I was going to qualify for the Boston Marathon, got to run a sub three, and I'm feeling great, stronger than ever, we're ready to roll, long story short. 24 miles into this race, I'm on qualifying pace. I can see myself visually in my head crossing the finish line with that sub three hour time that's going to get me to Boston. It's been in my mind for years. I've got that mental picture created, and something was going wrong in my body. And on mile 24, I basically collapsed to the ground and had rhabdo. Rhabdo in short is something that can cause kidney failure. And next thing you know, I am in the hospital with one of my best friends, my brother Leonard. And in that hospital bed, he's filming me. There's actually a clip of this on my Instagram. He films me. And what I said was good, We're going to get better from here. The road to Boston is still on. I didn't think about, oh, man, this sucks. I'm going to be out for a while. I don't know if I want to run again. Maybe this isn't for me. No, I'm looking at, hey, good. I'm going to get better from this. I'm going to learn how to train better, train more efficiently. I'm going to bounce back. This is going to fortify my mindset and make me 10 times better physically, mentally, emotionally. So I'm ready to handle even more of life's battles. Good. And next thing, you know, 10 months later, this past year, April of 2022, same exact race, Wilmington marathon qualified for Boston. If I hadn't looked at that 2021 instance, or even 2019 getting hit by the car saying good, probably wouldn't have moved forward. But I will find the good in anything. Even another one that I brought up on the podcast, the woman that I dated through college and we moved to St. Louis together when I began my corporate career with Boeing, I thought that she was the one. I had life figured out at 23. I knew who I was going to be with, and I was going to move up the corporate chain. And and that was that. We're, we're ready to roll. And after three and a half years of dating, I come home and everything is gone. And that was one of the biggest surprises of my life. But I got an email from my friend Catherine that Monday saying, I'm so sorry. And if you need anything, let us know. We know that there's a big void now. And I saved that email response to her because of what I said. And I use that just every now and then as a little pick me up, but then also as a lesson for others. So this was in 2016. And I told her, you know what, as I like to say, good. This is going to make me a a better man. It's going to give me an opportunity to look at myself, study myself, see where there's opportunities to grow and develop. And I get a little bit more time to me now. So good. This past weekend here in South Carolina, we had Hurricane Ian come by, which, you know, f- thankfully there was no major damage in South Carolina compared to to Florida, which my my thoughts and prayers are being sent to people that have been severely impacted by the hurricane. But I was sitting in my house on Friday as the storm was picking up, and a tree in my backyard slammed up against my house and knocked down some siding. And thank God that I wasn't outside. I was literally about to walk outside just to check on some things and make sure things were properly in place. And then I hear a big bang on my house, boom, And sure enough, there's this tree that, again, I've got some damaged siding and I've got a lot of backyard cleanup to do. But you know what I said there too? Good. I didn't really like that tree first off, but good because what this does now is it just gave me an amazing opportunity to to work out. I've been going at this tree with an ax for the last two days, (laughs) chopping it up myself. Good. I have firewood for free good I didn't have to pay to get the tree removed good now am I sitting there looking at the tree before all this happens wishing that it falls and hits my house no or when it does fall and hit my house I'm not going out there with confetti like yeah you know I've been waiting for this no but you know what it happened I can't change it I can learn from it I can get a workout from it I can grow good so when things don't go your way rather than get in a rut say good and find the good in that thing because what it's going to do is you create power over that situation I'm not letting the tree win I'm not letting the dishonest ex-girlfriend win I'm not letting the Wilmington marathon Win? No. I'm going to win these situations and find the good and capitalize on it. So create power, say good, find the good, and keep moving forward. There's always going to be growth. The next thing, if I asked you to audit yourself and see how many times you say things such as, I have to wake up early tomorrow or I have to go to work tomorrow versus I get to wake up early tomorrow. or I get to go to work tomorrow. Which one do you think would be more present? Now, I'm not saying that all of you listening say have to versus get to more. But what I do experience in many people is choosing to say have to instead of get to switch have to with get to because when you say you have to do something it's not promoting a positive mindset and it's not creating power in many cases when you say something such as i have to do this or even i need to do this it promotes a scarcity mindset and In many cases, that can make you not take the action at all, or you can go into that task with a negative mindset, not being very excited versus, I want you to say this right now, especially if you're someone that knows you want to work out more or has a goal of losing more weight, spending more time in the gym or running, whatever the case is. Say this in your mind. I get to work out today. I get to work out tomorrow versus I have to work out tomorrow. Say the two in your head real quick and notice the difference. I get to work out tomorrow. What I'm wiring in my brain now is I'm excited to go do something tomorrow. I'm excited to go hit those miles. Are they going to be tough? Yeah, of course. But I get to do it. I'm choosing to do it. And I'm creating power and also promoting joy. And studies show that joy, having joy, is something that fights stress and pain, and it also promotes longer life. I was shocked to see a 2018 study that showed in the United States that the average life expectancy had declined. And a big driver behind that is because of the mental health crisis that we're going on right now. And part of, so another reason why I'm so passionate about these things is because yes, we create power, but then this also improves mental health because this is allowing us, enabling us, enabling people to take control over anything. Good or bad, which in turn improves your mental health, increases your joy, and that's what gives us longer and a more prosperous life. The last thing I have is the five and five rule. So if I asked you this, how many times have you flipped someone off because they cut you off or... They slammed their brakes. Maybe they didn't go off the red light, the green light fast enough. They sat there for a few seconds because you know they're texting on their phone or you you believe they're texting on their phone. And next thing you know, you're really upset. Anyone ever done that? I'm raising my hand over here too because I'm guilty of that. I have absolutely done those things. And in my earlier teenage years, I was a pretty angry kid. I was pretty angry because of the things that were occurring at home. I've shared that I come from a family line with a systemic trend of of alcohol abuse and mental emotional abuse and, and experienced those frequently in my home setting growing up. So I was upset at what was happening and thought that the world was going against me. I didn't know about saying good and looking at things in a manner of what I get to do versus what I have to do. I was just upset. I wasn't invested in personal development nearly to the level that I am now. And these things, such as someone cutting me off when I was a young 16 year old driver, or even someone maybe flipping me off and maybe they're not even flipping me off, but they're flipping off the person next to me, but I think they're flipping me off, would trigger this response that many may be familiar with as an amygdala hijacking. And An amygdala hijacking is in your your brain. The amygdala sits close to your frontal lobes, and your frontal lobes are what controls and regulates your voluntary reasoning. So all of your, your thinking, your emotions, that's primarily your emotional response is right there in your your frontal lobes. So, so with that, when you have an amygdala hijacking, the amygdala is what activates your fight or flight response. So someone cut you off, you're going to get upset. You might start cussing them out like, like I did back in the day. And next thing you know, you've given the situation power, you've given the other person power, and you're just pissed off. So I adopted this rule probably four or five years ago now, and I call it the 5 and 5 rule. And what that is is any time that, let's say, I get cut off or someone's taken too long to go from start their car, move forward on green light because they're getting distracted from their phone, I'll ask myself, is this really going to upset me five minutes or five days from now? So take a step back. Is this really going to upset me five minutes or five days from now? 99% of the time, the answer is no. Are you really going to be upset, Ryan, that someone cut you off five days from now? Or even five minutes from now? No. So why would I give that person or situation power? You know what? Now what I do is I'll ask myself five and five. I've got my little reminder. And I just smile. And I wish that in many cases, let's just go with the cutoff example. Keep going with that. I'll, I'll say, you know, I wish that person gets wherever they're going safely. Maybe they you don't know why they're driving the way they are. Maybe they're rushing to, to see a loved one. Maybe they are going to get their kid out of a dangerous, situ- dangerous situation. We don't know, but I'm not going to give up control because of something that is so minor. So ask yourself five and five, and that is also how you can create power in these undesirable situations. That was actually a question that I brought up when I was at the Create Powerful course. There's about 125 people in the room. And I remember going up to the mic and we were talking about what are ways you can create power. And I asked, hey, is this five and five rule of mine? Does that apply to creating power? And I was And I was a little nervous that it may be way off the mark. And the course instructors said in front of this room, no, that actually is how you create power. And then at breakfast the next morning, I was sitting with people from, from all over the world. And a few of them came up and said, hey, that five and five thing, I wrote that down in my notebook. That was really helpful. I appreciate you having the courage to step up in front of the room and ask that question. So... With these things, folks, finding the good, recognizing that you get to do things versus you have to do things, and taking a step back and applying the five and five rule, these are simple ways that you can create power in your life and rewire your brain to recognize the good and take control in any situation and create power personally, professionally, in your relationships. And in addition to that, feel a stronger sense of joy and happiness and improve your mental health. I look forward to hearing how you all Apply this in your lives, and want to hear from you all. So please, that is one thing I'm being intentional about: is seeking feedback from you all. What you're gaining from these, if you're enjoying the podcast and what we're producing, please share it with someone that you believe would would benefit from this message. And again, I thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you for being here. it is my wish that you create power and own your mindset. Thanks so much again and win today.